Welcome back to another episode of the Techno Times Robocast. This is episode three. My name is Coco, and I'll be your host for today. Last time on the show, Kahan and I were here with our team's business head, Matt. But today, I'm joining me our lovely business team mentors, Miss Patty and Mrs. DeLuca. Hi. Hi. Um, hey everyone, my name is Miss Patty. I am the business team mentor, one of them, and uh, I've been on the team about 12 years. Uh, took one year off, but been on the team about 12 years. And um, one thing that a lot of the kids know about me is that my birthday is on beep year. So I only get a birthday every four years. So I'm as young as the youngest team member on the team. <laughs> And I am Julie DeLuca. I am a newbie mentor. Um, I'm just, I guess, starting at a, right at about a year now. So um, very different, interesting. Um, and I am a research librarian at the CDC. It's very not necessarily cool. interesting, but. No, that's awesome. So what exactly are you guys' roles on the team and like what responsibilities come with those roles? Um, for me, being new, um, I'm pretty much doing whatever needs to be done. Um, and I help out whoever needs assistance. And it's only been, what, the last, I guess, no, I started pretty well with the business team, I guess. Um, especially with Patty um, helping edit and working with the leadership in the business team specifically last year to work on the chairman's essay, helping them, you know, write their outline, helping them edit things, um, encouraging them to get it done quickly. But I guess my, my duties are more toward support and helping where it needs to be. It's funny, the business team mentors have definitely um, progressed, changed, evolved over the last few years. The biggest thing I think that as business team mentors that Julia and I do are just um, give you guys the support and encouragement that you guys need. You know, running the business team is hard. It's different. It's, um, it's not about a robot. It's about making sure you guys have the support you need to do your fundraising, to do your outreach. Um, Julia has been phenomenal in her help with any and all documentation. I mean, I cannot even tell you what an asset she has been to the team for that. I mean, having her as a business team mentor now is just like the best thing we've ever had to have somebody with that background that can do that. Because a lot of what the business team does, yeah, we heard cats a lot, but as a business team, you know, we have to do a lot of writing and we have to do a lot of fundraising and we have to do a lot of documentation on top of making sure everybody's feeling okay, making sure everybody's getting the support and encouragement that they need. And, and having Julia on the team now is just, you know, it's, it's like brought us up to a whole new level to be able to, to have that on our team now. I think both of you guys are amazing. <laughs> And from what Patty said, and that's one of the big things I think as a responsibility is making sure that you guys know that you have us to help you when we are needed, but that you guys really are in charge of your own destiny. I have been amazed at how inspired and focused and dedicated 
all of you guys are. I mean, it really, um, <laughs> one of the things I remember from last year, Coco, was sitting next to you and we were making the, the recycle yeah, the logo the thing. Now. And I kept, and, and we would say, okay, can you make it do this? And you immediately did it. And I was like, dang, I mean, the knowledge and the, the dedication you guys have is honestly very, very impressive. And it's been a real privilege for me to see all of this. It really, it's very impressive. The things, not just the robot stuff, which I thought was what the robotics team was, but the whole business side of it has been just eye-opening. I agree. I like before I joined the team, I was just like, okay, robots, uh, machinery, uh, metal parts. And then once I joined, I realized it was much more than just robots. So yeah, it really is. We are in a unique position as the business team. It's like the robot can't be promoted without us, right? Without the robot, we don't have anything to promote. But honestly, you can build a robot, but you can't really promote that without everything that the business team does you know yeah definitely. fundraising promoting i mean the pot it's like the business team is such an all-encompassing thing and and like julia said i mean you guys i've said it before you're scary smart and it impresses the hell with me i mean it's yes. just amazing yes well and it's not even just the smart it's the dedicated and the um the, the devotion really to getting things done that don't actually add to your GPA. I mean, you know, the time and that, you know, and I heard Burkhan talk about that, you know, some activities that kids are involved with, it's, you know, 10 hours over the entire year, whereas this is, you know, 10 hours in the span of one week. Yeah, and, I remember him saying that. I was and, like, that's, and that's so true. I was like, wow, you know, that's not something you really think about. But it's true. It's this is truly something that you have to be dedicated to. And that's the one component that I've really been I mean, it's it really is a unique experience, at least for me. So I just wanna know like what motivated you guys to join the team in the first place? <laughs> well, for me, I was a robot widow. Um, he, because he was a, um, he joined as a mentor for the electronics team, Nortson, his company is a huge sponsor of the Techno Titans and, um, Nortson gave money for a couple years before they finally said, we need mentors. And Pete decided to like, see what it was all about. And after a year or so on it, I'm like, dang it, I'm tired of being home by myself, you know, two nights a week and all day on Saturday. So I reached out to Jason Weinberger, who was the teacher at the time and said, what can I do for you? And um, I basically started with Jason, like keeping track of monies, keeping track of notes, keeping track of attendance, um, anything, any paperwork that he could offload to me so that he could concentrate on the team. That's what I did. And it just kind of like progressed from there. So we laugh and say that we are Nemo's non-engineering mentors uh, because. Oh, my God. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Luca? Why did you join the um, team? That was, um, I was talked into it by Patty and Miss Teresa. Ah. <laughs> um, no, my, my husband, um, 
loves robotics and he and Dominic actually have been doing robotics for a couple of years. They do um, a 30 pound robot at DragonCon every year. So they are big time into the, the dorky robotic stuff. And so Matthew really loves it so he um so he became a mentor because he loves it and so you know they would disappear and well i came it was the meeting you came the planning you picked dominic up one saturday or or it was like the the program and we spoke to you then and said you should really like come join the team and then well and that's the thing is i also because i was volunteering um at the boy scouts um, and I had finished my years long stint with them. And that actually freed up a lot of my time to, to be able to do something else. And so I was like, you know what? Sure. Why not? We'll see what happens. You know, I mean, I didn't know at, at all what I was getting myself into. So, um, but it really has, I mean, it's a very different <laughs> volunteering idea than some Boy Scouts is. So I'm really glad you joined I'm sure all the other students are too. Um, this is more of a question for Miss Patty, but you're like a veteran on the team. How has the team changed from when you first joined up till now? Yeah, it's funny. You know, when I joined, I think we had we had less than 20 kids. Um, business team specifically wasn't a lot going on. You know, basically we ordered t-shirts and hoodies and wristbands and that was pretty much it, man. It's like, that's all the business team did. But You know, as far as the way that the team has changed, we've grown so much, both in numbers and in the way we respond to our community, the way that we have responded to the school, even so far as growing out of our space at the school. Like we've had to move several times because we've gotten so much bigger. I remember the year we moved into the trailer, I remember Mr. Downey introducing me and Teresa to the football coach and saying, I want you to meet our robotics mentors. These are a couple of our robotics mentors. And he's like, do you realize that your robotics team is bigger than our football team? Like, how do you do that? And it's just, you know, yeah. I mean, we have grown so much. I think we've embraced more of the girls in STEM. We reach out to the community. We've embraced um, FLL teams and FTC teams. We have a lot of the, you know, we're doing Boy Scout teams. We're doing Girl Scout teams. We're, it's just the way that our kids have grown And then to see our kids that have graduated, not only went through four years of Northview and then four years of college that are now working like full time and they come back, they come back to see us because this had such an impact on them. Um, It's just heartwarming and amazing to see everybody come back and see what we've done, you know. That reminds me of something that Burkhan said in the first episode. He brought up the fact that like especially the freshmen this year and maybe like some people migrate as well they're like either as old as the team or they're younger than the team I think I'm as old as the team actually I'm 15 um yeah but yeah I just thought that was crazy does that make you feel a certain way knowing that it's like growing up with the students if that makes sense it, it makes me feel old. <laughs> in some way, it makes me feel old. In some ways, it makes me feel young because, you know, I get to see you guys at such an inspiring age and to see what you guys come up with and to see, 
the way that you embrace all this stuff. It keeps me young, I think, but some days I feel old. <laughs> um, Does it make you guys feel like parents? Watching most of us for four years. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Pete and I don't have children. We have lots of nieces and nephews, and we consider most of you guys our nieces and nephews, you know, <laughs> because you're their age. Actually, you're younger than a lot of our nieces and nephews. So, yeah. But it makes me feel maybe not a parent so much as just like an aunt, that, ah. <laughs> you know, a guiding factor. I tell you guys a lot. It's like, I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad not your teacher, you know, but I do want to be there for you, you know, and it's nice to have kids that have graduated that still reach out to me and text me and still reach out to me on Facebook and still like oh <laughs> see me and have lunch and breakfast with me. I mean, it's the, it is honestly the best feeling in the world to, to still have that relationship with them. Uh, okay. So this question is more for Ms. Luca. So now that you've been on the team for like a whole year, what has your experience been like and how would you describe it? Um, it's been, I mean, I know nothing about robotics. I mean, seriously, <laughs> zero. It's, I mean, I'm a, I'm a history dork. I love history. So anything mechanical is, yeah, no. That's what Matthew's for. That's why I married him because he's, you know, great with a hammer. You know, he can fix anything. And to me, all of that stuff, it really is way beyond my skill level and my, I mean, it amazes me how all of these different pieces and parts all come together, not just the mechanical side of it, but how each, you know, there's the electrical and the fabrication and design. I mean, and you, you have the CAD software and, you know, and you've got, you've got kids learning things in, you know, the ninth grade that I would never even be able to in my lifetime. I have been impressed with not just the kids and the whole first philosophy of encouraging students to be their best and using that encouragement and knowledge that they get to be able to do these amazing things. I mean, creating these robots that are just spectacularly programmed, put together, designed, you know, made, and then you've got this whole group of students promoting it. We have, you know, a marketing group and the outreach group and the communications group and the app dev group. I mean, all of these different pieces and parts come together. I mean, it really, because I always say, don't remake the wheel when we're creating these new documents year after year. We don't need to redo everything every single time. We take what we have and we tweak it to where we need it to be. And then we keep going um, because that's what happens in real life. And that's what we're trying to get everybody to understand is, you know, this team is really like working in real life. You have to work with so many different kinds of people in so many different ways that we're on the sidelines watching all of you guys do this, you know, as 14, 15, 16 year olds, you are going to be so far ahead of the curve when you get to college and graduate. Seriously, college and graduate school, I have no idea why, but they love to shove you into these teams and say, here, do it. And you know why? Because it's real life. Because that's what everybody has to do. And you're getting this in high school. It truly has been, honestly, a privilege to watch because you don't get to see this kind of dedication 
and kids a lot of times. And it's been very different from what I had originally imagined, especially when, you know, global pandemic. Um, But it's been really great. It really has. And it's been so, it's just been a really great experience for me because it's not, it's not like anything I've ever done. So. So is this something that you would continue to do for the next couple of years? Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, Dominic is a sophomore like you. And I mean, Northview is right down the street from our house. And it's very easy since I, you know, I telework a lot. And so I think, honestly, that even after he's, you know, gone on to college, hopefully, um, no living in my basement when you're 25, that, yeah, that I would really like to continue doing it because it really, it's, it's something different all the time, obviously, but I think it's really, one of the things I learned a few years ago is nothing ventured, nothing gained. When you do something new and outside your, your wheelhouse, not only do you learn things you never did before, but you meet people you never would have before. And, you know, I met people that I would never have met or experienced things that I never would have seen and seen this kind of dedication had I not witnessed it. And, you know, and you can talk about it, but unless you see it, I mean, because seriously, I've been to one competition, (laughs) the one in Gainesville. And it just, it was eye-opening how it was fun and amazing and crazy. And it was just so many different things. It's just, it's really, it's a great experience. I honestly, first has been very impressive. Okay. So earlier, I think I heard like a bit of this from Miss Patty, but has robotics ever made you guys emotional? (laughs) I know Miss Patty probably more than Miss DeLuca since she's been here longer, but are there any like stories that you guys have? Uh, there's a lot of emotion with robotics. It's, um, you know, I, like Julia said, robotics is so different than anything I've ever done. And, and it's so hard to describe the robotics family to somebody who's not into this, you know, to go to a competition and feel the excitement of, you know, the matches and, you know, did we win? Did we lose? You know, did we win this award? Did we not win it? You know, teaching us how to be, you know, gracious professionalism, you know. Yes. And cheering for other teams. For other teams. You never see that in any other sport in anything I've ever seen. That's kind of true. <laughs> you know, so have I been emotional? I have cried my eyes out on more than one occasion. Um, both happy tears when I see you guys succeed um, and see you guys conquer problems that you had and, and or have and see you guys like move forward. And I have cried my eyes out when I feel like I failed you. Um, and I mean, you guys don't always see that, but you know, yeah, we're not paid for this, but we invest a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of emotion in this. So yes, I have cried my eyes out, both good, happy tears when I see you succeed and honestly sad tears when I feel like I failed you and I feel like I could have better. Um, so yes, it does make me emotional. (laughs) This Saluka doesn't make you emotional. It's a good Um, thing. It is a good thing because, you know, thrill of victory and the agony of defeat idea. (laughs) I'll tell you what, when the arm for the end game broke off last, (laughs) 
you're sort of like, oh, and you know, your heart sinks. You're sort of like, oh, crap. You know, and you can be on such a high and then, oh, yeah. you know, it, you know, it's, it is, it's a roller coaster and there's so many things to cheer for. And, you know, and even when the arm breaks off, you still have to go on. So you have to learn how to roll with the punches. I mean, there's so many different things that, that can teach the participants, but the mentors too. And it really, it's a, it really is a unique opportunity. So does it make you cry? Does it make you happy? It does make me happy, but I feel like I would be more emotional by the end of like senior year once I've experienced more on the team. Like now, being emotional doesn't count. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does. Actually, it kind of it kind of counts more because you know, right now with the pandemic, especially, you know, it's very frustrating. Not just for you, but for us too. I mean, because we we know how much you guys love doing all of this stuff, but channeling it in different ways like you guys have done has just been fantastic. I mean, like the podcast yeah. and the virtual summer camp last summer um, and all the different things that you guys are trying to do to help keep things moving along, even though we can't meet in, in person and even though we can't fix a robot. There's so many other things, but still, I mean, it makes me really sad you know, especially, you know, for the seniors from last year, I mean, they put in so much time and effort and then. Yeah, I agree. When the season was cut short last year, I was upset because, okay, well, first of all, I was going to do the chairman's presentation <laughs> uh, and I was like, dang it, like, you know, missed opportunity. But I also felt like really bad for the seniors, for example, my brother. Yep. But yeah, that actually, like, now that I'm thinking about it, when you first asked me, I was like, I don't really know if I've been emotional. But yes, that was like, probably one of the most emotional experiences I've ever had just being on the team. And speaking of COVID-19, do you guys think that anything will be different after maybe like it passes? Gosh, I hope so. You know, I mean, I feel like so many of you guys were robbed. I think the seniors were robbed last year. I think the freshmen on the team were robbed last year. You know, the freshmen only got to see one competition. They really still don't know what the whole thing is about. And the way, you know, all of you guys have embraced this new way of doing things like the podcast, like virtual meetings, um, everything that you guys have been able to accomplish online. And through now tiny little meetings, I honestly cannot wait to have all you guys back together again, to be in one room again with everybody, to be able to talk, to be able to bounce ideas off each other, to be able to just have, you know, little side off conversations about what's going on. I am so looking forward to having you guys back together, but I'm so, so dang impressed by everything you guys have accomplished in this last year since we've been nine months, I guess, since we've been going through all this. Ugh. Yeah. Every, every time you guys impressed me, like, you know, I've been doing this 12 years and every year something else just blows my mind. And again, you know, what you guys have been able to accomplish these past nine months, um, it's just fantastic. It's phenomenal. Are there any upcoming projects that you guys have planned for? Party. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm I just, was, I'm just. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say after COVID-19 hopefully dies down a little bit, but 
party i would say it probably won't happen anytime soon um i don't have anything specifically planned at all you know i'm always like writing notes like what can we do for the team i would love for us to get together you know as soon as things are lifted as soon as we can like hang out but i also know that we have to be so safe and at least being able to see your faces even if they are online you know that helps a lot it does and i think more along the lines of I think we're trying to figure out what you guys will need to come back together as a team, Um, you know, because it has been almost a year and, you know, you have a whole group of freshmen who don't know each other and don't know anybody else. And so, you know, and there was a large group of freshmen last year and there's a large group of freshmen this year too. And, you know, once we lose this amazing crop of seniors that are going to be departing, um, you know, there's, there's not going to be that many people with a great deal of experience. So I think we're going to have to really rely on their experience and really try and bring the sophomores and the freshmen together so they can build on it. Um, Because you guys are it, you know, and you guys are really going to have to probably work harder than you have because of, definitely, you know, all of this because of the separation, it, it, you know, it really is going to depend on what happens with COVID and when we can get back together again. And if we're able to have competitions, right. and, you know, all of these whens and ifs and hopefullys, hopefully, <laughs> we can come back together. And I think one of the big things we need to do is team building again. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. You know, because the cohesiveness of the team has been a an impressive site. I mean, yeah, it's a gigantic team, but the funny part is, is it's a very close team. And even though you aren't, you know, working on the robot, it's not like you don't know the people that are. And I think one of the things we need to do is, you know, reestablish that team dynamic and the togetherness, because I mean, I remember how many meetings there were last year. And I remember everybody together in a room and I have some really great, great pictures of children asleep at um, meetings actually oh sitting next to me. Go. Did I fall asleep? <laughs> um, I have a really great picture of it. Um, really? I don't remember yeah. that. And Ivan, Ivan was sitting behind me snoring. I had oh my a selfie over my shoulder of him. It was actually <laughs> um, but that's the thing is, you know, you have these meetings and you have all of these people together and that uh, great dynamic and that's what we need again is to establish the togetherness because you guys are going to be working together again um and when you do we want everybody to work well together and we need to build this business team right yeah you know team just as like crazy and you know right now i mean not to take away from anything but our freshmen and our sophomores are the future of our team and you know, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that you guys feel supported, that you have everything that you feel like you need, that you feel like you have a voice if you have a problem um, or a question or an issue. Um, but to have you guys together again, that's what we need. We need you guys yeah. together. When it's safe, we need to get have you guys together. But honestly, the sophomores and the freshmen of this team, this is the future, man. This is what's, this is what's driving our team and the foreseeable future. And I'll tell you what. 
you're nothing to sneeze at either because trust me, you guys are good because I have seen, I mean, I've had this discussion with more than one person about how impressive, not just your knowledge, but your drive yeah. to, to do well and to get the job done, what needs to be done. And because seriously, you and Sid did that symposium oh, um, yeah. And it was so good. You guys did such a great job. Thank the preparation, you. the the presentation. I mean, you get, you know, and Michelle and and Randall's presentation also was very well done. That's nothing to sneeze at. Right. Seriously, that's a huge presentation. I mean, I didn't give a presentation like that until about I don't know a year ago, and that was under duress, and I was told to do it. So you know, it wasn't something I volunteered for. So. It really is. Um, I think we want to make sure the freshmen feel included and make the team dynamic what it was before all of this craziness happened. Right. So I was going to say, are you guys worried about like the retention of knowledge on the team? To be honest, not really. And you know why? After seeing, I mean, because Dominic's on, honestly, I'm not really sure what, how the team <laughs> things work over there. I really don't. Um, but he went through the mechatronics program and learned uh, SolidWorks. And they spent, what, six weeks, eight weeks? And they were doing it three days a week for two hours, learning all of that stuff. That's how you keep everyone involved. And you guys did it with business. I mean, you guys were learning different things. And David was teaching I don't even know what program the marketing it was. people and they exactly well no the program that they were using for the video oh yeah and oh. all of the different all of the different things you guys have learned and that's the thing is you know you take your knowledge and you help Kahan learn certain things and Khan helps you learn certain things and then next year when you get some freshmen you are going to train them to learn the things that you know and in turn, they will train other people. And that's how you keep your institutional knowledge. Not only do we keep all the documentation that we use and create every year, but the knowledge of the software and the team and the processes and the business plan. And there is a reason for the branding documents. Right. <laughs> and that's the whole idea is you perpetuate all of that knowledge year after year after year into new people. And that's how you create sustainability. And that's why boot camp happens. And that's why everybody's opinion is asked for in different ways and on different surveys. And that's, you know, how would you change the business team, Coco? Um, honestly, I think so. I was talking to, I was talking to somebody about this, but basically not even just like within the business sub team, but it would be cool if instead of having like this rift between all of like the mechatronics people and all the business people, it would be cool if like every one to two weeks, it's like catch up with each other. I know we have like recap meetings and stuff but those aren't really specific and also it'd be cool if uh more of the mechatronics people could get involved in business as well even if that's not what they really i guess signed up for like it would be cool if more of the mechatronics people were involved with some of the business stuff 
So like, for example, they could come on the podcast or um, they could give ideas on what they would like to see being implemented within our team. And I actually, I think Mrs. DeLuca was in the meeting when uh, we were talking about that. It was yes. maybe like back in October, September, some, somewhere around then. Yeah, and I, and I think one of the things that we're, we may want to um, discuss, you know, when we start having gigantic team meetings, is the whole idea of um, perhaps um, team swapping for a day. Yeah, that's kind of what like I was that. getting at. Yeah. You know, exactly, because, you know, you, it, you going over to Mechatronics, you know, and, and looking at the robot and seeing how it works and everything and asking questions to them helps them try to explain it to someone who doesn't necessarily know, which is something that they need to be able to do at competitions. Yeah, that's And cool. exactly. And I think, say you do um, five students each meeting swap to a different team just to get a better idea of how that part of the team works. And I mean, and, and it doesn't have to be, you know, for three hours or five yeah. days or whatever, yeah. but even if it's just a half an hour or an hour and so you're, you say you shadow somebody over mechatronics and see what they do. And then you can ask questions mm -hmm. about, you know, well, how does this work and why are you doing it that way? And why is it doing, why does the robot do this and not that? And, and that's the thing is you get to learn something and they actually get practice doing what they need to do too. And that's, I mean, I think that would be great. And sometimes they may even understand that, wow, you know, I could help business out by doing something like this. Yeah. Or even someone on programming deciding, hey, you know, I might want to do app dev instead. You know, that's, yeah. that's something that I think we, you know, will want to take a look at. And I think that'll uh, definitely be more useful in the future um, so that more people can understand what's going on between the teams instead of just being in like one specific sub team and staying there for or, and being committed to that one sub team the whole year mm -hmm. absolutely it's hard because people feel so divided like yeah either business team or they're everything else and it's not you know I mean and, and I don't think like as a business team part of part of our Part of what the business team does so well is that they have a working knowledge of all the everything that's going on in the other teams. I mean, that's what a business team has to do. They may not be able to build a robot, but they have a working knowledge of what happens in megatronics, about what happens in electrical, about what happens in programming. But unfortunately, I don't think those sub teams knows for sure everything business does. Yeah. Is we need money. You need to raise money for us. <laughs> That's pretty much whenever something happens and they start talking about any time we're on a leadership meeting and they're like, we want to make this project. Can't business just raise money for us? Well, that's just not what business does. You know, I mean, yeah. I can't tell you. Back, but yeah, you can ask, but we ain't got no money. Um, but, you know, I think, I think business has a better working knowledge, but I would love, I love the idea of seeing you guys you know, swap and learn. Like Julia said, man, it's like for those kids to, the mechatronics kids to be able to talk in English to a judge or a parent or somebody else about what's going on versus like, and make it understandable and, yeah. and succinct. That's like the key. Real words, not nerd words. Yes. Oh my God, definitely. <laughs> <sighs> 
but that but that's the thing is you know we want to encourage all of that in addition you know with business um because there were a lot more kids last year that did, were in business and so now we're we're we need to come up with new and innovative ways to get work done with a lot fewer people and you know it's it's just you have to work through with what you've got and figure ways to go around it and so we will do that when we need to also last question not really robotics related, but do you guys have anything planned for Christmas? I'm making. I'm. I'm going to be spending this weekend baking. Oh my, that's fun. Yes. Well, and that's uh, part of the problem is you know with the the pandemic and with the new surge in cases and whatnot. You know. My in-laws are, I mean, my husband has a, a 105-year-old grandmother and a 95-year-old grandmother. Um, so going near them is a bad plan. Um, and I mean, my parents are getting older and so are his. And so, you know, they have decided that it's, it's best if we don't go near them. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm going to be baking this weekend and we're going to make some care packages and just deliver them to the front step. And wait. So that's what we're going to do. So I'm I'm going to be cooking a lot this weekend. So that's sweet. What about you, Miss Patty? You know, Pete and I have been bouncing back and forth. I think we're staying home for Christmas. We we may go back down to Savannah and see my brother because they're part of our bubble. Like we hang out with them, and that's pretty much it. Um, but honestly, you know, I think we're staying home. We've had COVID kind of hit close for us. We've lost a family member recently. Um, extended family member and it was it, she was older and it was hard I mean but yeah I think we're gonna stay home and just kind of uh, reassess a lot of stuff um, do you want some fudge I'm making lots of fudge oh my god I've got <laughs> two batches of fudge and my little sister wants me to either mail it to her or bring it to her and we actually thought about doing a drive up to Tennessee and like dropping stuff off and then drive. <laughs> see we're the, our, our route is down through McDonough and Griffin we're doing a little circle and oh. so, yes, that's what we're doing also. We got to go out to Carrollton. So, you know, it's like this crazy, it's going to be a long drive is all I can say. Well, I love my luck. It's going to be in the rain. Yeah, no, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I made um, divinity and fudge and took it down to my brother and sister-in-law for Thanksgiving. And I've had another request to take a load down to uh, Macon where my nephew is, but most of it, everything has to go to Chattanooga. So I've got like... <laughs> I'm going to have to, I think, I think we may be doing a drive-by. <laughs> exactly. We, de- we deliver. We're just, you know. You stand outside sure. and wave. That's like, right. I mean, I seriously, we stand outside and wave. We don't get within 10 feet. On. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wear your little Santa hat. Yeah. How about you, Coco? Uh, I don't really think I'm going to be doing anything because, I don't know, I haven't really been able to like leave the house in nine months I mean I have left the house don't worry uh but (laughs) like I haven't been anywhere that's not um like the grocery store picking up my brother from college or just like driving into a friend's neighborhood but then driving right back out because like if you want to see Christmas light. Uh, we have the the Christmas dinosaurs and the um, oh abominable god. snowman in our front yard. Oh my god! Just saying. Okay, we got to drive by because we've done the drive by at the hospital. You know, on, on hospital drive. Have you done that, Coco? I'm mm-hmm. not sure I have. Um, oh what's wait, a, 
Is it called Hospital Parkway? Is that what it's actually I think, called? Well, yeah, the, the Johns have, Creek Hospital? I have. It's like... Emory, yeah. Uh, but I remember that. It's really pretty. You got to drive by. There's a sidewalk, too. You can, like, park your car and walk the sidewalk all the way down I've and up. I've seen it, like, the past two years, but I don't think I've seen it this year yet because I don't even think I've left the house in, like, you need- <laughs> or something. I don't know. You need to go see the... Go go get your brother, and you guys can need to go drive well, by. Like, so... <laughs> We've been doing a lot of hiking. We're lucky enough that we have like a 200 acre park right next to us on the river. Um, so other than when I was sick and couldn't do anything, we, we, we did a lot of hiking this year. I'm planning to do a lot more. Um, I'm probably just going to like stay at home and spend time with family, maybe sleeping even because I really need to catch up on oh, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, now that I've heard a little bit more about both of you, I feel like I have a profound appreciation for the both of you. So thank you for being the best mentors I could possibly have. And thank you both for joining me today. And that's it for this week's episode of the Techno Titans Robocast. Be sure to subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast apps like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more so they don't miss our next episode. We are the Techno Titans. Happy holidays, and until next time, happy podcasting.